0: It's party time. Just busting and moving. You can't stop my groove, baby. What's there to celebrate? Well, let me flip that around on you, cool cat. What's there not to celebrate? I mean, other than disease, and famine, and poverty, and religious wars, and other wars, and global warming, and overfishing, and most people's inability to support dual narratives, and duck hunt not working on LCD TVs. Also, there's a helium shortage, and my dad... But I mean, like, other than that, I'm just living life and loving it, because I am John Remedios, and welcome to episode 20 of A Shot in the Dark, an audio journal documenting the development of my first independently produced video game, Shoot Shoot Megapack. If this is your first time listening, I honestly could not tell you if these are better in chronological or reverse chronological order, so I guess you'll have to let me know. Anyway, enough comprehensive lists, let's, how do they say, just really get to know each other. It's a Transformer on the dance floor. Cue music! It is July 23rd, 2015, and man am I fucking jazzed right now. I'm giddy, I'm ecstatic, I'm excited. All because of one name, three numbers, and a letter. Come on, say it with me. Kepler-452b. Yeah. In case you're not aware, NASA launched the Kepler spacecraft back in 2009 to look for Earth-like planets, and today they announced that they found the most Earth-like one to date, Kepler-452b. I think this is amazing, but not because there's a potential safe haven in the galaxy for us to run to after we trash this planet, it's fucking 1,400 light years away. No, what I find exciting about this is it helps enforce what I think are pretty important ideas. We're a part of something big, the universe, and we're not that special. We can wipe ourselves out and at the end of the space day, the universe doesn't care. There are other places that can support life and they're just doing their own thing. I've been thinking about this kind of thing a lot lately. And I mean a lot. A lot. It's gotten to the point where if asked what hobby I partake in the most, and I was being truthful, I'd have to say getting drunk and talking about space. This largely overlaps with my second favorite hobby, getting drunk and talking about why I don't like the movie Interstellar. I'll spare you, but honestly I wouldn't be able to do it justice right now. I'm too sober. And I'm not even that sober. Now I know what you're thinking. This is a really long, almost fanatical tangent about space. But trust me... It's actually related to this week's podcast. I'm not going to explain myself. I'm just going to keep going. So when you look up and remember or first realize how small the world is and subsequently how small our lives are in the context of the known universe, something happens. Your perspective shifts. Now that change of perspective can be awe-inspiring, terrifying, fleeting, or permanent. That depends on you. But regardless, having the ability to reframe your understanding of things, or at least being open to it, is an extremely powerful tool. In case you're not picking up what I'm throwing down, this week I want to talk about perspective. Losing it, regaining it, embracing it, and somewhere in there, I will talk about video games. In order for me to talk about my experiences with perspective, I need to go back in time, and also I need to talk about space some more. I've always been fascinated with space, because it's sort of terrifying, and I like that about it. I don't remember... The first time I heard Carl Sagan's famous pale blue dot speech, but I do remember being simultaneously awestruck and terrified. Now these are difficult feelings to reconcile, or at least they were for me until I watched a video. I believe you're all familiar with those. In this particular video, one Neil deGrasse Tyson briefly talked about the effect that learning about the universe can have on people. Specifically, he's addressing people who learn about the scale of the universe and get scared, maybe even depressed. At one point he says, and I quote, I assert that if you are depressed after learning and being exposed to the cosmic perspective, you started your day with an unjustifiably large ego. You thought more highly of yourself than, in fact, the circumstances deserve. I fucking love that. When I first heard it, it seemed like everything changed for me. The things that terrified me about space had nothing to do with space, everything to do with how I thought about myself. I re-listened to that passage probably about 20 times in a row, just letting it sink in, letting it resonate throughout my brain, and it did. It changed the way I thought about a lot of things. In some ways it changed my life, and definitely changed the way I thought about the world. Just as a side note, if you haven't seen the video, it's called Ego in the Cosmic Perspective. It's produced by Big Think, and I highly recommend it, it's like two minutes long, which may undermine the quality of the impact it had on me, but whatever. Listen, you can't judge me. You're spending part of your life just listening to me. Even I don't do that. So, who's better than who in this situation? I really appreciate your listenership. Okay, so I watched a video. It purportedly changed my life. Then what? Well, life went on, as it tends to do. I worked my job, I felt enlightened for a little bit, but over time, the demands of middle-class 21st century life crept back in. I started to feel bored and purposeless at work, I started working on SSMP a lot in my spare time, I started a corporation, applied and received funding for the game, quit my job, slowly but surely, my world, my perspective started to shrink. Possibly the narrowest point has been in my entire life. It was about me, my video game, and that's it. That might be a bit hyperbolic, I have family and friends, but I'm just trying to convey the feeling to the best of my ability. It's a narrative device. So, clearly, this loss of perspective continued to happen until quite recently, since I mentioned my video game, but I go as far to say that it had been narrowed until, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago, and it was impacting my life pretty negatively. Just like in that Neil deGrasse Tyson quote, if you have a narrower perspective, you inflate the importance of things that exist within that worldview. And so, for me, this resulted in the perceived importance of ShuJu Megapack, feeling larger than it actually was. When something seems really important, anything that has to do with it starts to fall into that same general sphere of importance, but if that sphere isn't balanced properly, there can be this overwhelming sense of pressure and responsibility. By making SSMP the center of my world, I had a hard time finding any joy working on it, or even finding the work fulfilling in some way. And that feeling? It sucks. But what happened? I alluded to the fact that this had been going on until recently. What caused the change of heart? Well, some might consider what I'm about to say embarrassing. But not me, not this guy. I'm too happy, too proud. The thing that snapped me back, really got my engine running again, was Cosmos, the television show, the most recent one, starring motherfucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. Seriously, I need like a pocket version of that dude that just pops out every once in a while and says, hey... Hey, look at those stars. You see them? Yeah, their shit is way harder than yours. What I'm trying to say is you don't really matter that much. And then he just tucked himself back in there. I love you, Pocket and NDT. So, Mr. Tyson once again mesmerized me with the power of modern astrophysics. But what does that have to do with SSMP? How does harboring an appreciation of the cosmic perspective relate to game development? Well, what happened for me is it allowed me to let go. When I remembered that I'm microscopic compared to the universe, but also a part of it, all that pressure that had been dragging me down just melted away. I started to enjoy finding and coming up with solutions to problems again. My task list began to feel manageable. I started eating better. It became easier for me to wake up. I worked late and enjoyed doing it. But those are all just feelings. Here's something measurable. My weeks used to consist of maybe... 20 hours of work, by which I mean uninterrupted, heads down, no Facebook focus work. Now, it's something like 35. As a result, a lot of stuff's gotten done on the game. In the past four days, including today, most of which has been spent doing this podcast, 37 things got finished. One of which was a pretty big code refactor that's responsible for, oh, I don't know, the primary gameplay. Hey, here's a life hack for you. Think about space. Take that, gawker. Now, I know that talking this much about space and how much work I've gotten done on my video game in the same conversation is sort of ridiculous. I don't think there's any sort of power or secret that you can attain by expanding your mind and thinking outside yourself. But at the same time, by shifting your perspective, something really cool might happen. You might stop giving a shit about things that don't really matter that much like to use myself as an example, and I don't know if this is heresy or what, but, I mean, they're just video games. I'm not using that in the way that some developers and players might use it, i.e. dismissing the cultural value of video games, usually as a justification or excuse for, I don't know, the majority of protagonists being interchangeable, beefy, white dudes, just for example. No, what I mean is, if video games were no longer a thing... Who fucking cares? Just like if movies or music or Denny's stop existing, there was life before that shit, there'd be life after it, and if you zoom out enough, it just doesn't fucking matter. I know that might seem a little nihilistic, like, at some point, nothing matters, but I don't want that to be the takeaway. No, what I'm trying to get at is that by being able to let go of all the bullshit that comes with what could be considered false importance, you can allow yourself to really dive into something without worrying about the consequences, without every little thing seem like a do or die decision. Because it's not. Because chances are, if you fuck it up, life isn't going to be that different. It sucks to fail, but it also sucks not to try, so you might as well just do what you want without dragging around a big bag of problems that you make for yourself. And maybe, by taking that approach, you might even gain a greater appreciation for the work you do and the results it yields. I can say pretty confidently that over the course of the past couple months, my love for making video games and the medium itself, a medium that I said just moments ago doesn't fucking matter, has grown exponentially because I was able to take a step back and stop worrying so goddamn much about my video game. All because I changed my mind. Just a little bit. Cue that quote about your mind in the world. You know the one. I'm not gonna say it. Don't you make me say it. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up here this week because I'm worried that if I don't stop now, I'm just going to keep yelling at you about space. And I know exactly how crazy I sound. It's not a surprise to me. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I promise next week we'll bring it back down to planet Earth. You see what I did there? Because I talked about space a bunch this week. It's topical! If for some reason you want to turn the table and yell at me about space, feel free to contact me via Twitter, at John Remedios, or email john at ssmpgame.com. I actually received my first email this week. Not my first email ever. That one came last week. No, my first email as a result of this podcast, a fellow by the name of Jonathan, or JT, as he signed his email, wrote me a very nice letter. JT is an electrical engineer who had some questions about game development, which I gladly answered, and we had a nice... Back and forth, a tête-à-tête, if you will. Totally a highlight of my week, so Jonathan, JT, if you're listening, you fucking better be. I just wanted to say very publicly thank you for your emails. It means the world to me that you think I am qualified to answer anything for anybody. So I guess I fooled you. Anyway, if you don't want to follow in the triumphant path of JT the Great, you can choose to just follow the game via Twitter, Facebook, or Tumblr by searching for SSMB Game. There's also a website with the social media links, a mailing list you can sign up for, and a video of my game. You can find that at ssmpgame.com. Finally, if you like my fanatical shouting, please subscribe to the podcast via iTunes or whatever podcast service you use, Stitcher or SoundCloud. And if you want to toss down a rating or comment or just tell a friend, it really goes a long way in helping the noble cause of people hearing my voice. I did not think that one through. Anyway, thanks again for listening. Hopefully, I will see you next week. This week, I want to talk about perspective. Losing it, regaining it, embracing it, and eventually I'll talk about video games. Let's go! Let's go. What a fucking terrible ending to that. (laughs) Let's go. I'm just imagining all these, like, all these, a, a situation that involved me just, like, having a conversation with another human being and sit down and be like, okay, so I wanted to sit down and talk to you about the bank loan that I want you to give me. Let's go! (laughs) I really really think we need to talk about the upcoming divorce. Let's go! (laughs)